Hey there, folks. Welcome back to Save Your Bacon, an advice comedy podcast where we think we're helping. My name is Will. And my name is Zane. And folks that are listening, I just want to point out immediately, I appreciate every single one of you. And I love the fact that there are some of you listening that genuinely love us enough to share us with the world because you think that we're actually helping just enough that it's worthy of spreading the news. Why must you pathetize our podcast with with the they actually appreciate us? And, oh, and, and I'm not such. patheticizing our podcast. I'm patheticizing myself. Our podcast just happens to involve me. So it's half you, so it's automatically half patheticized. But by then your it's words. then it's also ha- it, retrace it, your steps. Okay. Say my name is Zane again All right. without patheticizing. All right, my name is Zane. Was that easy enough? Yeah, that was good. Okay, cool. All right, wonderful. Here's our advice. <laughs> and away with the advice. <laughs> this is an advice comedy <laughs> podcast uh, where we think we're helping. We're going to turn your questions into some uh, uh, advice of the ages uh, to take home to tell your parents. Uh, we're going to start off. Who's going to start off? Are we sure yet? I, I have know. a question you know? for you. Yes. Question askers yes, back home? Know. Okay, go ahead, Zane. I'd love that. Okay. This is a dandy question that needs some good advising, and thankfully, that's what we're here for. This question, now this one's fun, it doesn't have a title, it only has context. Okay. <laughs> and it says... Who's it by? Yeah, well, I'll get to it. It says... Oh, sure. It's late at night, I'm in my pajamas, all ready for bed. I just brushed my teeth. I start to fall asleep, and it hits me. I need food. I'm starving, but I just brushed. Do I go through the tedious process of brushing again just to eat, or do I power through the night and reward myself in the morning? Mm. That's from user Sleep Muncher. Mm, Speak your truth, girl. All right, this is good. (laughs) This is very important. Um, I I have so many ways that I could tackle this in my in my struggles with the exact same stuff not really with the pajamas more just with the teeth brushing that is the that is the beef of this question ain't it yeah no so relatability level is a 10 out of 10 for me with this question every single time every single time i brush my teeth i think boy i really could eat right about now now is the time for the McChicken I've been saving. There's there's a good amount of time that, like, right before I'm about to put that toothbrush on my teeth, I think, I could, I could instead eat first, right? And then I think, but I'm so close to brushing my teeth, will I even have the willpower to pick the toothbrush up again if I leave it now and go eat instead? Yeah, isn't it just so relatable and fun and just, like, so us as young adults that we can, like, do whatever we want even after we brushed our teeth? Oh, man. Isn't it just the most rebellious thing you'd ever done heard of? Isn't it just so freeing? To to brush your teeth and then say, I'm going to stick it to the man, the man being my teeth, and say, I know I just cleaned you. Let's put some leftover ribs on on those babies, on those chompers. Huh? And yeah. you know what? You know what? I already done brushed my teeth. I'm not going to go back and do it a second time. That's I know too society, soon. Yeah, I know society desperately wants me to brush my teeth mm-hmm. and then go straight to bed and wait until the morning. Mm-hmm. But no, no, no. I've hit the age of being my own self. Um, mom and dad are too far away 
or they are sleeping because I stay up longer than they do nowadays, and I can sneak on down the stairs, take the ribs we had from 4th of July that nobody has touched in two weeks now, and <laughs> we can have ourselves a, a good pig down on those ribs at 10.30 p.m. Good, good pig down is the type of stuff that I'm aiming for on this question. That I will do... not be our title. No, it's not. I hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Since I control that, I will make sure it's not. <laughs> I <laughs> love the thought of this person saying that they want to reward themselves in the morning because they waited the whole night. You're not going to sleep if you want to eat right now. I, I know this from experience. If you want food now, whole night, you're just going to be thinking, well, now I'm in bed and it's even harder for me to deal with the fact that I, I want food more, but I'm in a harder situation to get out of because I'm now comfortable and the lights are off and I'm a little tired and, and now is the worst time for me to say I should get out of all of this mess and dig into some, some meaty bones. Uh, and now, <laughs> now you're going to run downstairs. You're going to run downstairs and you're going to feel a little bit of guilt. Because you just, you ruined something. Either it was your comfort or your hygiene or something. Something's gone now because you're, you're having a full-on picnic in the middle of your, your kitchen. And you're, you're ch- just chomping on corn and, and beef and buns and all these, and all these do- hot doggies and whatnot. And you're thinking to yourself, you're thinking to yourself, what have I done? But at the same time, you're saying... This is what needed to happen, right? Yeah. Now, Zane, are you the kind of person who sleeps better or worse after eating right before sleeping? Phenomenally better. Really? Without it, miles better. Miles better. Yes. I I mentioned it because I act I cannot sleep if I haven't. Like if I'm hungry, I have to eat, and that's why I'm usually up until like two or three because I like because you're in a constant state of eating and trying to sleep and realizing you can eat more and having a full pizza by your bed. <laughs> I always carry I, I always carry around my uh, my emergency kit pizza, which is just yeah. I have my I have my band aids and then the band aids that aren't the sticky band aids, but the ones that are like gauze, and then I and then my pizza, and that's it. That's all next to my bed, just in case. Yeah, you just got an easy bake oven that'll fit one slice inside the little. That's a microwave. Do you know that? That's a microwave. Did you know that the easy bake oven is not a microwave? In fact, it's actually it's one light bulb and and it's awful that some company tricked children Wait, it's just a light bulb it's legitimately just a light bulb and i want you to know this it's awful that some company tricked parents into what <sighs> in their kids begging for this easy bake oven where they get like this weird concoction thing that was specifically made by the easy bake oven people oh it's no like, those were delicious it'll make you a cake right whatnot. now but I loved hey them. but it's like you put this in there for a minute and then it comes out and you can you can eat it or whatnot it's like honey you just put it under a light bulb for a minute that is raw that <laughs> <laughs> is it a light bulb? It is. I always thought they. I always thought they reinvented the microwave and they were doofing us that way. But it turns out it's a little bit worse with the Easy Bake Oven light bulb technique. It, it, ain't it just a better name? I want to get a light. Actually, I should. I, I was about to say I need to get a light bulb that's strong enough to make myself a ki- like a a, a a mug brownie or something. But the one that's Ooh. on my desk currently definitely can do that. It was fifteen dollars at Target. And it gave me a USB slot and, a, and an outlet <laughs> and a bunch of places to hold my, my pens and pencils. And, but, man, the heat output on this thing is just nasty here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you. It's, sk- it's an all-in-one so all lamp it's, going I, I, on right now. 
I will close the door and leave this on, and I will come back, and the room is 10 degrees hotter. That is uh, now. That's the quality that you look for in a lamp. Sometimes I have to put on like a glove or something to turn it back off because the top part where I twist is so hot that I can't touch it. Well, see, that's now that's where that's you what need you to, need. That's yes. all I'm saying is that's what you need. If you need oven mitts to turn off the light, you might as well use the oven mitts for a different thing as well, and that's whatever you're cooking in your uh, now universal easy bake oven, otherwise known gonna, as yeah. heat. I think you should. What you should do is get this lamp in your room. It has an extendable head, like the like the Pixar guy, like the, oh, the Pixar like that, guy who jumps on the eye. The murderer. Yes, you know, that guy. I know what you're talking okay. about. Let's not be so. It's it's an eye. It can it can do it. It can it's do it. not and an so, eye. It killed the eye. It killed it. No, I know place. it killed. It, and I'm, it killed an eye. It's it's not murder. It's an eye for an eye. Now the whole world is blind. Will. <laughs> Okay, so you get one of these. You just you just stick it down so the light bulb points right at the ground. It actually creates like this nice little cone thing that'll cover your food and it has little vents off the top even. You just take your slice of pizza and you just put it right underneath this lamp here, right mm. beside your bed, mm -hmm. and you have your snacky snack from the comfort of your bed. I'm going to take this question even further off the rails, and I'm just going to go off of what you just said. And I We're have directly a, on the rails. Thank I you. Have an important, I have an important theory here uh, from this stop uh, on, the, uh, on the brain train, on this, on this train of thought. Um, if you put an oven in a car... And you're, 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 uh, so if we're if we're talking about oh pizza you put that under the lamp cool it keeps it warm and whatnot I'm thinking well why don't we just keep why don't we just find a way that it keeps it fresh hot and fresh until it gets to your house what if there's an oven that they make sure like they make the whole pizza at the pizza place and then they put it in the oven and they say all right driver you have exactly forty minutes to get to your assigned destination now because you. You have to get there, and then as soon as you get there, you gotta get the pizza out of the oven. Then you gotta cut it for them. Then you gotta box it. Then you take it right to the door, and you say, "This is fresh out of the oven." That's not even a saying. There's an oven in the back of my car. It, this is right out of that oven. You're also, welcome. I forgot my mitts. It's burning my hands. The cheese is melting holes through my skin. Please, Please take, take it. this from Please me. Take Do it. you have a piece of cardboard? Yeah. Do you have anything? A spatula. That's a, the one thing that you like. Every time they show up, you have to be ready with a just a, like a slate of cardboard so that they can plop the burning pizza onto. Yeah. And they have to keep. They doing have to that. make it. Ah. They have to drive circles around downtown, even though you're four minutes away. They have to drive around for forty minutes. They have to arrive at your home, and then they have to take it out immediately before it burns. And if you don't like answer the doorbell or something, I, I don't know what happens to your pizza. This seems like a much more efficient way to do this. Yes. I think we solved, we totally answered your question for I think, sure with that. I think I've got a way to wrap it around. And by that, I mean I'm really just going to run with whatever my brain makes you up You don't on this have spot. to. Let's ready, set, okay. go. All right, so now we're talking about the idea of easy-bake ovens, something that gets your food done quick and efficiently, and also ovens in the back of cars so that you can make more complicated food that takes longer to prepare, but at the same time, due to the travel that comes along with it, it's efficient in its own way. So if we're talking about efficiency of food right now, it's less efficient for you to wait until the morning when your food is theoretically less fresh, less enjoyable. So it depends on what you just made. Did you make a pizza and then you put the rest in the, in the fridge for the morning, but you realized you want some now? So have some now while it's still kind of fresh and not leftover feeling. Or is this 
is this leftovers like Will had said with the 4th of July stuff from like weeks ago and it's gonna be the same amount of freshness tomorrow and you could just wait until the morning and it all comes down to kind of how much you're gonna devour in the night but really I think if you're if you're asking the question to the internet like it's not just a thought to yourself that brushes over you if you're asking the question to the internet it's that important to you please just eat and then and then you'll have eaten and it'll all be over it's, it's that easy. hey folks if you're wondering what that weird cutting noise that was uh me breaking into the editing room in geneva and cutting out the three minutes of zane just just talking into an empty void um but we're back and we're here with another question i have one for you zane you ready oh yes hello will and zane why is it that whenever I meet someone, I introduce myself by saying, hello, I am Jake. <laughs> Yet when I am on the phone, I say, hello, this is Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why it's uncomfortable to yell at someone's face when I meet them for the first time. This is Jake. Or when greeting someone on the telephone, I am Jake. <laughs> I can't. I, I... Thank you. Sincerely confused Cheech. Church Girder twenty nine converts confused Cheech Girder twenty nine. I have Church a Greeter. theory. I have a theory. Well, and I'm so glad it hit me like that. Oh, what is so it? He, so he says, "I am Jake in person, but this is Jake on the phone." <laughs> it's because all right now you're talking to Jake in person. He says, "Hello, I'm Jake," and you say, "Yeah, I know you're Jake." Now imagine that you call him and he says, hello, I'm Jake. You'll look at your phone and you'll think, no, you're not. Your phone. What's going on? <laughs> Who's doofing me right now? What's just earlier right today, now? just earlier today, I got a call on the phone and I just, at first, it was just somebody who was definitely talking in the car with someone else and I'm like, hello? And I didn't recognize the number. And they're like, okay, who's this? And I'm like, Will, who's, who are you? And they're like, Jeff. And the both of us sat in silence there for about eight seconds because yeah. we both realized that we knew people named Will and Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't understand that it was a wrong call on his part. And then, like, after that eight seconds, he's like, this isn't the person I was looking for, I don't think. And I was like, yeah, I don't think either. And then I hung up. But I just... <laughs> I, sorry, I thought that was relevant in some some demeanor. But no, um, You're um, right. You're right. I mean, there's there's a there's a throw off. If they said like, "Hello, I'm I'm Jeff," it's Jeff or whatnot. Now you're hey, it's Jeff, and yeah. I was like, and I would probably be like, "Oh, hey, Jeff." <laughs> oh, hey, Jeff. <laughs> I probably would literally just go, "Oh, hey, Jeff, what's up?" Is he gonna throw you off? If you like, as soon as you hear this is, you start to think more specifically, right? Like, if you're like, "I'm Jake," you're like, "That's your name." But if you hear this is Jake, you think, "Which Jake?" Oh. Oh, it's this this Jake. This is Jake. Jake. Oh, okay. Hi, hey Jake. Got it. Cool. So if he says this is Jeff, you're gonna think immediately like, which, wait a minute, which Jeff do I know right now that owns should. a phone? I think if you want to flip these these introductions, um, especially in a church setting, as mm -hmm. you've kind of said that this is within. Mm -hmm. I think you should just kind of take your hand and just kind of like sweep it up and down your body, like just kind of hovering over it and go, this is Jeff. <laughs> oh. This is Jake. <laughs> you are. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what's your name? Oh, Cindy. This is Jake. Uh, so you're, you're Cindy, just to clarify, because this right here, this, this is Jake. 
and they're like, oh, I like your, sh- I like your shirt. Who made it? And you'd be like, oh, now the shirt's made by Calvin Klein, but this, but the person's this made is by all This is a hundred percent, and I'm made of a hundred percent pure cotton. I shrink in the wash. <laughs> Don't wash me. <laughs> this is Jake. <laughs> what would you do if you answered the phone and the person said, I am Jake? See, that you just said a different thing. I would be like, is this? I would not be like, this is. Are you Jake? Yeah, you can't. That's even am weird, I? too. Why is that weird? Can am you I Jake? calling somebody up and say, are you Jake? Jake, are you Jake? Wait a minute. Jake, is that you? Hey, this is Jake. I'm sorry, the Jake? Wait, the Jake? Jake, is that you? Now you've got them contemplating. Wait a minute, am I? Jake, it's been years. Am I the Jake? They're t- if you said like Jake, it's been years, and they're like, oh god, we talked like last week. What did I just bring up for them? <laughs> Jake, you're back. I, I'm. I just like left your house ten minutes ago, man. What's going on? <laughs> I am Jake. See, this is Jake. All right. Now. Like you said, you want to find a way to switch him around. So now he's, we've covered this is Jake in person <laughs> is a great way to get it across. But if you're, if you're, if you're trying to find a way to say, I am over the phone, when you pick it up, you have to say, you, you I feel like you have to say it in a way that's reassuring. So if let me, someone let me try it, that. Let me try that. Okay. Let me try that. I am the Jake you are looking for. Oh, it is me. The Jake. Oh. Look no further. Uh-huh. Call no further. Call no further. The number and then you, you hang requested up. is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Call That's them. a good way to take... You really take control of the conversation when you put it like that. If you... I should try that. Whenever I get called, I should I should be... This is the will you were looking for. Call no further. Hang up. I like that. Call no more. Gre- Call no I... more. This is the will you were looking for. Hang up. <laughs> I love the idea of you saying, like, you've reached the right number. Now, don't call again. Correct. You have done it. Congratulations. You found the will. I, I am that will. Goodbye. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I would love it if you answered the phone this way. If I call you and you pick up, this is important. When you call someone, do you say something before they say anything? Uh, me personally? Like, so if, no. if someone calls you, the person receiving the call is usually the first to say anything right yeah the receiver the receiver has the obligation to to connect the call mm-hmm. verbally mm-hmm. yes so if i call you and you pick up first words out of your mouth better be congrats I am will. yes this is will you've reached call no further hang up hang up now i'm going to now i'm going to look at my phone i'm not going to be confused i'm going to feel i'm going to feel proud of you like I'm gonna be like he's he was assertive, he was committed and He he killed it. He just crushed it. This was the right one. At the same time, yeah. even though I had many emergency important things to tell him, uh he did tell me to call no further. So <laughs> I, I think I'm done being friends with him. Not because <laughs> I want to, not because I'm upset, but because he's requested. All I can do is call him, and I can't do that anymore. Zane, you haven't talked to Will in, like, two weeks. Yeah, he told me to call no further. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been kind of waiting. Hey, do you and Will ever talk? No, he said call no further last time I called. I ass- oh, that's too I bad. I assume, like, he now has the right to call me first next. But if he calls uh, yeah. me, like, 
And, and he, you kind of put it in your own court. You're kind of the controller of the of the conversation at that point, especially because you, as the receiver, always have the upper hand. You can always you can always just answer and say, "I said no, call no further," and then hang back up. You know. Exactly. I, so if you want to be assertive, I think that's when I am Jake comes in on on the phone. So we're telling you say like that. I am Jake. This yes yes. Like you've got to throw yes. Yes, I am Jake. This is, yes, you found me. Call no further is a very important thing that I think we've invented that you need to throw out there. Call no further is <laughs> is going to catch on. Just you wait. <laughs> just you wait. Anybody calls you, an 800 number is just going to be like, you just say, yep, you've reached the right number. Now call no further. And <laughs> and you know what? They're going to hang up and, they're, and then the person's going to be like, did you sell the product? And they're going to be like, just don't make a call no further, man. <laughs> you can't call them back. I, I think so. I think I did. I did all I could. He said, call no further. I did all how, I could. How do we respond to that? How do I do this? How do I? He told me to call no further. Do we email him? Do we spam email him? What if he says email no further? Then we're going to run out of options. <laughs> we're losing traction on this guy quickly. Okay. I, I, I want to get, I want you to give me a question now. Okay. Well, this question now, this is going to sound crazy because it sounds similar, but it, it both is not from the same person, and it also doesn't have a title and just has context. Okay, I'm starting to see a theme. All right, here we go. The other day I was grabbing a midnight snack, and now I'm making sure you, you know this is not the same person. This is the same person. It's not. It's impossible. It's two, two separate accounts. friends. It's amazing. All right. Of yours? These are two separate friends I know that sent in questions that happen to go hand in hand. Okay. Yep. The other day I was grabbing a midnight snack. I was super tired while prepping my ice cream, and I realized that I had put ketchup on my sundae instead of chocolate sauce. <laughs> I tried it anyway, and now it's my favorite thing. No, you're joking. I love it more than my fiance. I'm serious, you guys. Oh. If an ultimatum comes and she says it's either her or the sundae, and I happily ditch oh. my gal... How do I turn my new addiction new addiction into a healthy new lifestyle choice instead of letting it control all of my decisions? This is from Sundays and Confused. Sundays and Confused. Okay. Uh, well, let's just say this first off. Mm -hmm. If your girl's giving you ultimatums, then maybe you're better off loving Sundays over her. Hmm? That's true. Your girl should love you for who you are, Sunday or no Sunday. She should come downstairs and see you eating a hot Sunday with that warm ketchup that you put on it because you thought it was chocolate sauce when you put it in what? your Easy Bake Oven. Is it a Sunday if it's warm? Yes. Isn't that what Is makes it a Sunday? Is it a Sunday if it's soup? No. What? No, no, no. What? <laughs> no. I'm talking about the ice cream. So you, you're not telling me you're going to take the bottle of ketchup well, okay. and put that in the microwave yes. before squirting yes. it onto yes. your ice cream. So so the thing that makes a Sunday for me, the thing that makes it not just a bowl of ice cream and makes it a Sunday, hot fudge or melted <laughs> peanut butter. Some like some hot thing that then solidifies uh, as it touches the coolness of the ice cream. That makes it the I, Sunday. It's that I guess coating. I never thought of it having to have something hot in it. So now, now you need... And but now I, you need hot ketchup. I, <laughs> it's tomato sauce at this point. It's sugary tomato sauce. <laughs> You're putting sugary tomato sauce, and you know what? That's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. They've probably made ketchup ice cream somewhere. They have to. I'm really curious. I wish they had told us what kind of ice cream they had it with. 
I because know. Maybe there is an ice cream in this world that for some reason ketchup just pairs fits it. very nicely. Yeah. Because I'm thinking vanilla. There's no way that that fit right. There's no way that fit right. Yeah. But maybe like if you like strawberry because I've had strawberry in forever. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe it just is a thing. Strawberry and ketchup. That sounds red on red. Bad. Well, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't sound any worse than the next one. Maybe like pistachio. Maybe like a nutty one. Okay. But then again, I've never had anything nutty with ketchup in my life, and so, so you haven't. I've, you I've haven't... never been like, ooh, I like the hints of uh, of uh, cashews and uh, almonds in this uh, in this coffee. It seems like a really nice light roast. Also, can I pass the ketchup, please? <clears throat> Hi, sorry. It's a, been a very long time since I've uh, gotten to talk uh, to my favorite ice cream, and uh, now that I've found my new love in this world. I would really just like to catch up with my nuts. Oh. Hi, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, everybody. <laughs> so, thank you very much. So this is important. Everybody's got their thing. All right? Will, I know you got it. Tell me the food that you think I might find disgusting that is a food combo that you love. So, for example, Will, one that I got because my mom loves it, is and this is something that people do like so if you're listening you say to say that's disgusting i get it but at the same time there are other people that do like it uh peanut butter and pickles okay i i remembered mine i have two things Mm -hmm. that's disgusting one that's disgusting two mine is uh tostitos chips and jalapeno jelly um oh it's real good it's real good wow um also, people.com slash food slash Heinz ketchup ice cream flavor Ed Sheeran says <laughs> um, you can now buy Heinz ketchup flavored ice cream. Ed Sheeran's favorite condiment has made its way onto desserts. That was May no. 16th, no. 2018. No. Uh, no way. Is this question PM. from Ed Sheeran? Ed? Ed, are you favorite listening? favorite condiment. Tomato. Oh, I just found the gelato. I'm looking at gelato, and it's, uh, and it's like a pinkish orange gelato. And it looks very good. And then you look on the the topping for it, and it is just this shiny, sugary Heinz tomato ketchup. And it want I I want a bar worse than <laughs> life itself. That doesn't make any sense, and I don't care. I can't even think of. Oh, See, that's okay. so bad. See, okay. The thing is, I mean, I'm a person that it's hard to find a way to gross me out with food combos because what you said with the like the chips and the jelly, I'd try that. I, yeah, would, really good. I would try anything someone threw at me. I would try the ketchup and ice cream just to try it. Um, and if I run out of the and if I run out of the jalapeno jelly, I'll just use regular jelly, honestly. And when it comes down to it, everybody's gonna have their thing. So if you like ice cream and ketchup, this is weird because I feel like I should really bash you for it. I'm empathizing with you. So if you're, you should try it and tell me how it goes because I'm I'm sorry I can't. I absolutely but will. You should do it. I absolutely you should will. Give us an update next week. This is important, everybody. I'm lactose intolerant. I will happily try it. Um, so if you're, if you're, yes, if your wife or your soon to be wife actually said it's me or the Sunday, that's kind of ridiculous because everybody has their own food. If that was really like the deciding factor, like you're everything, you're the total package, but for some reason you won't stop putting ketchup on your ice cream. Why are you doing this to me? You got to stop it. Otherwise, I'm going to leave you for someone who doesn't put ketchup on their ice cream. That's when you just got to say, fine, bye. My ketchup and ice cream will be great forever. And it will never judge me. Also, if they have a, the, uh, 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 
crap. I, I can't remember my words. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I like when that happens. Got this out. <laughs> my favorite part to edit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, I really want to know just what it's really like. Just I want you can record yourself trying it, and then just tell me all the mouthfeels uh, that you get during that time. I would be incredibly curious to see where that all leads with you. For sure. I don't want. I think it. I think it's just. Your girl doesn't. Your girl might not like it because you got ketchup breath. It's like, hey, you want to get Ooh. some ice cream? I'm like, sure. And it's like, where do you want to go? And he'll be like, oh, anywhere. First, I'll let me just grab some from the kitchen. And she's like, mm. do not grab the ketchup. Tell me you're and not grabbing like, the ketchup. Mm, I'm not grabbing the ketchup. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. And you come back and he's not holding anything. And you're like, oh, I guess he doesn't have the ketchup. But then you make your way and you're at Culver's and you see that he's bought a pocket-sized ketchup and he and he takes it out of his cargo shorts. And, and pops that sucker all over his uh, butterscotch toffee uh, uh, scoopy, um, and you got a you got a problem at that point because you want to you want to kiss afterwards uh-huh. and you can't because he's gonna smell like ketchup. That's all I'm saying. Right, right, yeah. No, you're you're gonna start causing problems in the in the bedroom if she's just like, hey, let's do something flirty uh, with food. What do you got in mind? And you say. Baby, oh, you're my cargo pants are actually holding a travel size. <laughs> Baby, you're not gonna believe right this. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got my travel sized. Right, it's about the same size as the shampoo that you find at hotels, but it's purely Heinz ketchup. And yes. you know what? It's brand new. I bought it like half an hour ago, thinking, you know, what if she brings it up today? And uh, you know what? <laughs> What if today's finally the day we get to try something new? That's the day and that I was right. That's the day that Thanks, you find babe. out if she's the one or not. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. Should I give you a question? Absolutely. This question comes from Brainy Maroney, and he says, "If I took a trip to the moon, how would I poop? Would it travel uh-huh. through space and and back into Earth's hemisphere to create a? Oh, that's a bad word. To create <laughs> a, uh, you know, you know, a something storm, or would it float through the galaxies forever?" Or would it stay in my spacesuit and make it hard to breathe? Thank you, Brady, for this insightful question. Would huh. it make it hard to breathe? Would it make it hard to breathe? Well, now, let's just talk logistics, my friend that has asked this question. Let's talk logistics. Mm-hmm. Now, they put toilets on the space shuttles. They do. It's not like when you go to astronaut training camp, they train you how to, for three months, never go to the bathroom until no! you come back to Earth. Zane, I think it's weird that NASA has never thought about what happens if you poop in space. <laughs> and nobody's willing to ask these sort of questions. But I think it's pretty Na- weird. NASA thinks it's That's nasty. Kinda, they just didn't think of it. It just it just slipped the mind for like however many people were a part of that. And thank you, Birdie, for asking this question. To be fair. These are the questions that need to be asked, yes. You're right in the sense of they didn't add like a back flap. To the spacesuit, like they didn't think that far ahead. That's didn't right. they? So like, you, I I can't imagine what would happen to the butt flesh if you if you flipped your flap and tried to tried to tried to drop the kids off uh, for school. That's a um, terrible while, expression. I hate that you've said you said it before, were, and I hate that I know what it means now. <laughs> and that you were floating around in space while doing it. I can't imagine what happens to the butt meat during that operation that you're trying to propose. But the way that I always understood it, and there's some reminiscent thought of the Magic School Bus teaching me yeah. that you just kind of plant and you kind of seatbelt yourself into the wall of the spaceship. 
and uh-huh. then uh, something opens up on the yeah. other side, and yeah. then your butt's just kind of hanging out in space. Yeah. Like you're mooning the entire Earth. Yeah. And um, and then you go. Now, I like the idea of mooning the entire Earth. There's an immediate perk to going to the bathroom in space. One. Mooning the entire you, Earth. You moon 7.6 billion people all at once. <laughs> New record. Any single, there's one person. There's one person looking through the Hubble telescope, and they say, "Oh, that's a human butt, isn't it?" <laughs> oh, that's a butt. <laughs> that's a butt in We're space. We're getting mooned. Did you find Jupiter? No, I found my friend's ass. It's just right there in, the, in space. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Derek. Oh, he can't hear me. He's in space. Okay. I'll tell him when he gets back to Earth. That was a good one. <laughs> I wish we found a way to communicate with the people in space. Maybe I'll tell him when he comes back. <laughs> Okay, here's the second question. If if you do your space business and it goes out into the nether, mm-hmm. it does it start rotating the earth? Um does and it create does it create the meteors that start going 20,000 miles an hour that hit your ship and blow a hole through it? So are you, you saying does it get about, pulled right? into like the gravitational rotation and start orbiting earth? Yes, does it start orbiting or does it come down as a meteor? And then that's, I don't know which is worse, I won't, really. I won't talk logistics or mathematics with you. I'll talk the truth, uh, the true true. Depends how uh, much force you you thrust Ooh. it out with. Can you? Okay. Can, well, how close are we to the hemisphere? Probably not that close because you don't want the to entire... The hemisphere, sp- <laughs> you're in space, dude. <laughs> so the thing, the thing is, you don't want, you don't want, you don't want the ship being pulled back into Earth because that'd be bad that would have the entire oh, like spaceship if you, if you fire too hard right then you'll force the spaceship back down into the into being pulled down to earth here's the opposite question also you 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 go to the bathroom with enough force you push the space shuttle <laughs> space shuttle move if everybody all assigned themselves to a flap going uh-huh. in the opposite direction that yes. the International Space Station is floating around the Earth currently, yeah. and they did their business hard enough, could they stop the International Space Station just for a second? <laughs> just the opposite force going the opposite way. Would they stop it? Now, now this is important. This like, is very important. Because we're talking life or death here for couple of lives that are on that shuttle you're gonna push them out of the out of orbit you're gonna push them somewhere they're not supposed to be this is very important when you say you go to the bathroom how's that gonna happen when you're in space well obviously if you go in your spacesuit you're gonna you're gonna regret it for the rest of your life don't do it please i please i pray to god don't do it no. <laughs> but if you don't go in your spacesuit you do this thing that we're talking about apparently where you moon the earth you're gonna you're gonna take some heavy risks because okay. we, don't, we don't know how much force you're going to put on that space shuttle. I agree with that. You don't know how much force you're going to put on that space shuttle. But also, I'd like to think that actually um, doing it in your suit might actually be preferable oh. to doing it on in your pants on Earth. Because, oh, one, gravity is not pulling it down. It's not going to uh-huh. be running down your leg. That's one. Okay. Two. I don't. I would like to believe that you're not just naked inside this big suit that's just one empty hole, right? You are, right? Uh, Aren't you? Are you not allowed to wear clothes 
when you were in a space suit. Let's just pretend that that's not the case, and that and that you are not naked in one in one big hole, and that there are spaces in between your head, okay. and your hands, uh-huh. and your waist, and things like that. So all, right. all you do, all you got, is just some nuggets floating around in the bottom half. You probably can't even smell it. It won't be a problem. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna throw something at you that's gonna bother me now. Obviously, neither <laughs> of us really love the fact that we're spending so much time on a on a poop question. Uh-huh. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, you, you like you said, you do you do your business in your pants on Earth. It's not gonna feel great. But I think it'd be more uncomfortable if you did your, did your business in your spacesuit in space, and you're just like you're like, oh, where'd it go? And then every like five minutes, it like bounces off of you again. You're like, oh man, it's still around. It's still in there. Oh, it's still going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It keeps okay, like, keep knocking on done. the front door. It keep... <laughs> <laughs> we must be done. We must be done with this. Go to the bathroom okay, before want... you go to space. That's all I have to say. That's yeah, it. You, it, just you'll come back quick and you'll be fine. Um, I want you to give me a question. Okay, I got a question for you. This is a very fun one. This question comes from uh, Chimpos. Hello oh. and welcome to the middle parts. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> Within this podcast, you had to have seen this coming, um, and I'm here to say, hey, how you guys doing? It's halfway. Um, we got some water bottles in the mini fridge over in the corner. Um, there's orange slices. We already partitioned in a couple baggies. They're just regular serving sizes, somewhere around 70 to 100 calories, so it really won't put you over budget. Mm-hmm. That's something mm-hmm. you're worried about. But um, hey, we also wanted to say that you are definitely on one of the three places that you can find us, which is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. But if you didn't know about any of the others where we exist, they do, uh, especially like YouTube. If you ever want to send somebody a specific clip or, or a specific question that we do at any point, uh, Zane actually uh, partitions all of the questions that we do for every single episode, um, has them labeled, and, and you can find those and send them to your friends. Um, that's really helpful. Um, we'd like to say thank you so much for all the support and and greatness that we have uh, received. Uh, it is it is such a cool community that we have seen uh, growing, and mm-hmm. we just can't wait to see it grow even more. Um, we love seeing people interacting with the podcast and oh, sharing yeah. it, um, and telling their friends about it, and posting on social media, and also following us on different social medias and sending us questions, Zane. Social medias. So we have an Instagram, which I post one-minute clips from each new podcast episode on. Um, We also have a Twitter, which we haven't used much, but hopefully we'll start using more to keep you updated with if uh, different episodes come out late or if there's uh, just a fun bit that didn't make it into a podcast, whatever. And both of those are at Zane and Will, just both of our names, very easy to find. We also have uh, Save Your Bacon podcast on Facebook. Um, and if you want to send us questions, email is by far the easiest way. And you can do that at saveyourbaconpodcast at gmail.com. That is saveyourbaconpodcast at gmail.com. Um, thank you so much to everybody that is sharing and all, all of the friends that I know that are actually like listening to us on your daily commutes and telling other people to check us out or whatnot because word of mouth is by far the best way to get things out there. Also, another thing Will didn't mention is on our Facebook page, we have a link to, um, and I think it's on our other social media right now too. Um, it's a website thing called gopod.me, and it's basically a universal link 
for uh, it takes you directly to this area that shows you us on Spotify and iTunes and anything else that you can stream us on. So if somebody like you want to share and somebody's like, oh, but I don't listen to iTunes or I don't have a Spotify account or something like that, you just send them that link and they immediately have a connection to whatever they can listen to us on. So that's really cool. So thank you for sharing the way that you do right now anyway. Um, But thank you so much. And I love the fact that the community is growing and we hope that we continue to give you guys great advice like this question. Right here, uh, for you, Will. This question comes. Hey, Zane. Hey, Zane. Hey, Zane. Hey, Zane. Hey, what? Zane. Hey, what? I want you to. I want you to edit in some ghost music that just slowly gets louder and louder no. until you can't no. hear you doing the question. No. He's a no. <laughs> because we're going ghost. Hey, what's up, guys? He cut me off twice this episode. <laughs> I know it's really mean of me. Should I let you do your question first? No, no we're already Continue. here. Continue. We're already here. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this is going ghost where where the community shares their uh, uh, ghost stories with us. This one comes from SSK, and they uh, titled this story "Boyfriend Sleep Talking." I'm typing this right now because I'm scared. WTF, comma. So it's 5 a.m. and my boyfriend starts did started sleep talking. I'll lay it out for you. Him, they're hanging out with the torches. Me, who is? Him, they are. <laughs> Me, who's they? Him. They're hanging out with the cleavers and the torches. Me, cleavers and torches. Are they dangerous? Him. Mumbles rhythmically, almost like a song. Cleavers and torches. <laughs> Me. Cleavers and torches. You're so far from your microphone. Get back here. <sighs> I don't want to break people's Me. ears when I laugh. Me, where are they? Him, they are right there. Points at open bedroom door with surprising accuracy. Can't you put two and two together? Then he stopped answering. So I'ma be up all night waiting for them with the clears and torches. <laughs> Can't wait. Thank you so much, Esauske, for sending us in this story of the paranormal. Um... I my least favorite part of the sleepovers with all the boys back in back in my school days was going and having somebody talking in their sleep and just knowing it's the paranormal with the torches mm-hmm. and the cleavers. Mm-hmm. You know uh, what I'm saying, Zane? God, the cleavers and torches torches come all the time. So I have I have stories of uh, friends sleep talking and whatnot. So I've heard this. They never put it to the level of cleavers and torches. But my friend Andy once, I hope that he listens to this podcast, man. My friend Andy once was asleep at one of my birthday parties, um, and he woke up in the middle of the night, and he just stared at a TV that was off. And we just wondered, is he awake or is he not? We said his name, and he wouldn't respond. And he picked up a Wii remote, and and he just started pressing uh, A on the Wii remote and pointing at the screen. And we're like, I think he thinks he's playing a game right now i think he i think he's going at it for real in his head and we just started this is the fun part this is where you mess with them you say hey andy you're pressing a you need to press b and he yelled i i am pressing b and we said oh no now he he can hear us oh we gotta keep going with this and we said no andy andy seriously you gotta press b you gotta press b and he just yelled i'm pressing b and then he dropped the wii remote and went back to bed (laughs) now see my stories aren't nearly that fun i would but i would fake 
sleep talking all the time. I was desperate for attention, and so we would have sleepovers, and they'd be like, oh, no, Will turns into a different person when he's asleep, and I would fake sleep talk because I wanted to be cool. <laughs> that's my whole That's my whole story. That's all I got. Oh, I'm good. not proud of it. I get you, though. Hey, why not? It, it's, it puts you on the map, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> torches. Cleavers and torches. Cleavers and torches. Cle- this- I mean, that would scare me. That would scare me. But you said he was chanting it like the way that if if he said it the way Will did. Cleavers and torches. Cleavers and torches. It's making me think of the Lee Ferrickson <laughs> Day episode of SpongeBob. Hingy dingy jargon. Cleavers and torches. Cleavers <laughs> and torches. If they say it like they're like it's a food dish. Now, when you think cleavers and torches also, <laughs> it sounds like... I'm going to open a restaurant called Cleavers and Torches. <laughs> what, do you guys, what do you guys sell here? Everything is burnt because we cook with pure torch. And all the, to be fair, all the meat's pretty good because we cleave it all. <laughs> okay, you know what? That came around pretty nicely. Good job. Thank you. Uh, you got to start with the joke, but then you got to end with the fact that, you know what? We want to pass our rating uh, uh, as a restaurant, so we got to, you know sound like we're doing something right however we don't cook but anyways on really your well server because Paul, it's all welcome to cleavers and torches <laughs> hang uh, you gotta edit one of us out we were arguing too hard there but uh <laughs> hey uh i finally want to stop cutting you off and let you do your question you don't want to talk about this more i was gonna say when you were gonna do when you when you heard him say cleavers and torches either a that's something that happens to a frankenstein people really don't like your boyfriend or your husband boy here uh, whoever it was, I don't remember. It's some man that sleeps next to you, right? Uh, so whoever this man is, apparently some group of villagers don't like him. They're coming for him. Or maybe it's just the fact that, like, maybe the Cleavers and Torches restaurant thing is really happening and you're just getting your workers. Like, it, maybe he just yeah. fortune cookied you. What if that the was cavalry a cavalry has arrived. Your cooking force is here. You can finally start the business you've always wanted to. This is me, fortune teller, sleeper Bob. Um, here to tell the future, uh, dreaming beautiful dreams, scaring you in the middle of the night, and making you think they're killers. But no, no, no. It's your restaurant force ready to cook up tasty meat. That's all. Ready to cook up tasty meat. We burnt it, but we made it all out of Torches and cleavers. Torches. Okay. Now that's their, that's their enemy restaurant. <laughs> Torches and cleavers. <laughs> Vice versa. <laughs> they, they burn the meat first, and then they bang on it. <laughs> All right. So, okay, yes. Okay, okay. I'll give you a question now. Question time for Zany. This question, here you go, Chimpos. It comes from Chimpos. The question is, are twins related, or are they the same person twice? <laughs> and the context is, sometimes they even look identical. The second born is just a copy. That's a... Ooh. That's a statement. That's a statement right there. Oh, okay. So you know, like the whole idea of human error. Okay. Nothing, nothing can be perfect. Perfection mm-hmm. does not exist. Okay. So what if, what if in a perfect universe, twins were the exact same person? They are clones manifest from the beginning of time, but because of human error, they are just slightly different, and something changed in order to make them just ever so slightly different. And those, and those. Nature nurture properties just grow so exponentially until you get two different people when they're adults. I got a very important question for you, Will. So you're trying to tell me right now, in theory, maybe the second one of the twin set is a clone. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So, taking that, taking that where you know I might, clones can be a thing. Yeah. Okay. Are you now telling me that the 2000 Disney original film, The Other Me, might have actually the title? Might have. <laughs> it's a 2000 fantasy comedy Disney original, The Other Me. It's good. <laughs> 96% of people like this movie well. <laughs> now who plays the first now who plays the first kid? So, so, and then who plays the other? So now there's this there's this rumor going around that there are not two Lindsay Lohans in the parrot trap. That I is thought this Lin- was oh okay. That is Lindsay Lohan and Lindsay Lohan a second time. But people also believe no, they closed Lindsay Lohan purely for the film. That was just a fan theory. Let's not get weird. This man, who is only known for this film, as far as I know, he clones himself in that film. But what we don't get is that because like he doesn't have a brother on paper, just like Lindsay Lohan doesn't have a sister on paper. So it's not like oh there are two of them, haha. They might be clones, whatever. I think that they legitimately cloned him for this film, and I think that what you told me confirms that Andrew Lawrence. Who plays, I believe his name was Will Browning? <laughs> I think Andrew Lawrence has a clone out there that is now in the not not just hypothetical Disney vault <laughs> of what they just used purely for film. Mm. So now when they, in a hundred years, want to remake all these films that they made, they have a clone of this man, Andrew Lawrence, that they can throw back out there. Yeah, they think it's just a big exhibit. You go to Universal Studios and you're like, What's that? And it's like, oh, that's the that's the commercial icebox. But actually, there's just Walt Disney's head and Andrew Lawrence sitting in a cryogenic freeze chamber. <laughs> he keeps watch over over Walt Disney's head. He's oh, the that's the Disney icebox. Thanks for asking. So I just something just struck me. I think. Yeah. So you know this, all Disney stars, pretty much all of them act, sing, and dance. That's like you have to have that trio to be on a Disney show or film, and then. Some of them go on to like make music or dance or whatnot, but almost all of them go through some weird phase where they shave off all their hair, do every drug, and basically become Gary Busey for like ten days, and then they're fine. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, how did that happen? But also, you're fine again. Okay, fine. It's to keep them relevant, right? I think yeah. they legitimately do clone these people so that they still and have that a, is the sickness. They still have a pure form Ooh. of them before they've gone through like whatever happens from disney and i think that the one oh, that's not the, clone, the cloning chemo sickness I, yes. I think that the one that's not the clone has to live with the fact that they know that they were now cloned and it drives them crazy but but like only for a little bit because they're like wait a minute that's fine and then they're past it and that's why they only go through the phase for a little bit but i think that's why that phase happens i think someone cloned i mean or they die mm. i mean sometimes they just die <laughs> the clones are the normal people the normal people i mean uh-huh. sometimes they go through the phase and they just never get out and it's like what happened to them uh-huh you know uh-huh that's that's fine i'm sorry that was like i think i think like demi lovato was uh cloned. Oh, she's good now yeah no i yeah, think most but I definitely think, i think she was cloned and like her clone form was on like that that like five minute show that i think his name was tony oliver was mm-hmm. on that was a part yeah. of that that group that made that song maybe you're class and maybe you're sick i never yeah. met a girl like you ever till we met the worst the worst line in any song ever um so essentially i think like 
the clone Demi Lovato was on that, was on Sunny with a Chance, and then this one went on to date, what's his name, like, Wilmer Valderrama or something, whoever plays Handy Manny and Fez on that 70s show. Yeah, yeah, you know, Zane, my favorite part about this cloning is it can be a really nice learning experience. It's kind of like an extreme introspective moment for a lot of these actors who who Disney himself decides we need them in the vault but um, for future use. Um, but when Demi saw her her second form of herself, she realized how much of a bully she was, and that's why she went on. She's like, man, I suck. And that's why she decided to do her anti-bullying campaign, even though she was a big old bully as a teen. <laughs> I think... Man, I'm such a bully. Look at my cl- other me. We cl- yes. Ah, I think that that movie was their only way. I think that they had a contractual obligation that they have to admit in somehow in Disney original films, they have to admit their faults. And that was their way of admitting, yeah, we clone people. Just like how they admitted um, before anybody was, like, before it was a big thing in 2019, that, what was that movie with motocross and the girl that, like, pretended to be a guy so that she could uh, be a motocross? Oh, I know you're talking about I have no idea. They invented that. They invented that. <laughs> they invented that. They invented, what are you talking about? They invented allowing people to choose their gender. User, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> them and Amanda Bynes in She's the yeah, Man. Yeah, them and She's the Man. Exactly. Uh, we said that at the same time. Good. I hope that gets brought up in, in, in post. Um, anyways, uh, man, good stuff. Now I want to just dig into what every actor has learned from their cloning days and how they've moved forward. And also, let's let's go find the vault, buddy. Let's go to Universal Studios and do a couple of legals, huh? I think that sounds great. I think... You know what? I don't mind if they put me behind bars for a split sec just to like admit that I got too close to the to the truth. And also to see Walt's head. Walt's big cold head. I've been told Walt has a big cold head. It's very large because the cells grow when you freeze. When you freeze, right. It's, it was probably regular head before. Do you think the first Except thing the he'll say when he, he is it, huh? no longer frozen is, I hate Jews or where's my body? <laughs> Okay, well, as we go off to um, hunt down the the uh, the ice box of Walt Disney, we want to let you know that, unfortunately, this is the end of our show. We want to say a big old thank you to our listeners and follow us for making this podcast possible. A uh, big thanks again for our question askers and for everybody who's been supporting and sharing this podcast. Can't exist without that. Can't continue to grow without that. So please continue. We'll do our part. You do yours. Gosh darn it. And um, this has been Save Your Bacon. My name is Will. My name is Zane. And uh, guys, take it easy this week. And if it's easy, take it twice. (laughs) 